Elisha helps me a lot with the kiddos. Having a three-year-old, a almost two-year-old, and an eight-month-old, there's no way I'd be able to do what I'm able to do, or either of us would really be able to do what we'd be able to do in public settings for sure, without both of us really being on board and working together when it comes to training the children, taking care of them, and spelling each other and helping out each other. So in this podcast today, we're going to be talking about how to get your husband to help you so he actually enjoys helping you and you don't feel like the nag in the situation and you don't feel like the drippy faucet or his mom or his boss or anything you don't want to be. And so I really hope that this podcast is helpful for you guys and we're going to dive right in. Hey, I'm Elisha Votberg. And I'm his wife, Katie. Katie and I both grew up in families that were fun, impactful, and relationship rich. Now that we're a family of our own with three young children under the age of three, we're eager to see what God can do through the family unit. We're so excited that you're joining us on this podcast as we dive into what the Bible says about marriage, children, parenting, money, sex, careers, roles, and so much more. Katie, are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Katie and I are really fired up about life in general, but in particular about this day that we're recording this podcast on because Katie has fulfilled in this day uh, kind of a, a long time dream and goal of yours. Isn't that right, Katie? Yeah, so when I was single, I really wanted to start a girls' school for fifth and sixth grade girls. And at the time, I didn't really know anyone did anything online, and I wanted to do it in person. I wanted to be a teacher, and I know that the teacher learns the most. And I wanted to like have a reason to learn new stuff and to pass it on to fifth and sixth grade girls. And then... The internet came into play and I was like, oh my goodness, like I want to start a online school. That would be so cool. And I'd be able to do that as a mom and not be able to take away all those hours a day from my kids. And you guys, I basically started a school. Yes, but it's not for fifth and sixth grade girls, is it? No, you know, I kind of lost that passion. (laughs) I don't know why I thought fifth and sixth grade girls. I think I thought because they were young enough to accept new ideas into Mm. their life and try them out, but they're also old enough to be able to apply some of that stuff. And what's cool is I I kind of had a similar concept with this school, this online school that I started, which is not actually a school. It's called the Get It Done Club, the Get It All Done Club. And I want to talk to mothers and new mothers who have younger children like me because I feel that women like me are kind of similar to younger girls. Like we have that mindset of like, we want to take in all the information and we want to apply it. It's not like we've been doing this for like 20 years and like, no, no, what works and what doesn't. We just really want to try stuff out. Yep. Yeah. You haven't gotten to a point in your parenting or maybe even in your marriage where you stop listening to people just assuming that it won't work. I think yes. and you, I, don't, you haven't become jaded. Yeah, I've become jaded. And like you said, in fifth and sixth grade, you have got more, a lot more of that open mind. Whereas maybe you get into high school and you're like, oh, well, that's not cool. I know. I know everything I need to know. <laughs> exactly. And we're in danger of doing that in very many seasons of life. I hope I never get to that point. I always want to be learning and growing, knowing that I can learn and can grow. 
Um, but I think you're right. When you're a new parent, I know for me as a father, you like you said, you just want to take in any information you can get your hands on that you think might be advantageous for you to apply to your parenting. Yeah. I mean, I think of that in like when you're newlyweds or when you're new in marriage, it's like you don't have a ton of water under the bridge. You don't have a ton of bitterness built up. And so you're like really receptive. Anytime you're in a new stage of life, Mm -hmm. I feel like you're more receptive. Yes. And so I'm like so excited about this. If you guys follow me on YouTube or on Instagram, then you know that today we launched, well, yesterday when you guys are listening to this podcast we launched the get it all done club Mm -hmm. and it's basically a monthly membership site that encourages mothers and not only provides daily strategies and tips and tricks and things that you might want to apply to your life as a mother to make your motherhood easier and leverage your time leverage your energy make you a more efficient mother make you love your life more honestly (laughs) that's a perk as a mom but it also is gamified which i really love so you score points within this app the membership app where you're able to get points for things that you already do that people don't see and people don't recognize like putting in a load of laundry or picking up a mess or taking that extra time with your child so i'm really excited to just value mothers in this way and mm-hmm. also give small bite-sized bits of information that we can apply to our lives. So it's really cool. It's a monthly membership, but I have over 200 different videos that are either filmed or in the process of being filmed right now. And I'm just, I'm just, yeah, I'm pretty happy about it because I, so many women have joined. Yes. Today was so fun to see how many ladies jumped on this opportunity and want to be a part of the community that you're creating. Cause it's like one, one more layer of kind of intimacy mm-hmm. and of connection that you're going to be able to have with this group of ladies. And, uh, you're going to keep registration open through the end of the week, I believe. So four more days. Yes. Um, yes. What, what is the date right now? Well, we're launching March 2nd and registration is going to close the last day of February. Yep. Yeah. So that's kind of like the cutoff date. And initially we were just going to open up 50 spots and those sold out in a few hours. So Elisha's like, okay, let's get some more spots. So Yeah, and, and again, I don't we don't want to spend our whole episode talking about this because we're really excited to dig into today's topic. But I do want to say that from a husband's perspective, this membership club is something that blesses me and I know it's going to bless families. You know, whoever participates in a committed way, it's gonna bless their entire life. Not just the woman that participates, but her husband and her children and, and her entire whoever she's around really. And when I was going through the course, Katie kind of let me preview it a couple days ago, and I was blown away with how uh, just intentional and thoughtful and really practical these lessons and tricks and tips are that Katie's teaching and, and sharing through video. And then the gamified, uh, I guess, aspect of this this program where you are able to be on your own app and keep score of what you've done that day, kind of tally, tally up some of those tasks that culture's not going to give you praise for. Uh, the the world and society is not going to give you praise for. Unfortunately, your husband might not give you praise for it. I know I fail to thank Katie for some of these things that are so impactful yet can seem so uh, men- menial. Well, and it's and there are things that literally are just done. You have to do them to the glory of God because, like, when Elisha, when you watch the kids and I'm gone, like tonight, I was gone for a bridal shower. You watch the kids. 
I have no idea all of the things that you did with the kids. Like you simply can't know all the things that your partner contributes mm-hmm. at work or in home. You just can't. Yeah. Like it, I don't know all the things that you contribute to my life that I, and all the little things that I never get to see or appreciate. Yeah. And uh, well, yeah, that's that's just a fact. You can't know what the other person is doing all the no. time. It's impossible <laughs> to know. And so I think this is going to be a really fun way for mothers to, again, we want to find our satisfaction and our, the core purpose and honoring uh, or sorry and serving our husband or your husband or, or your children is to honor God you want to do it from a place of wanting to honor God that said I think that there are very practical ways to keep you encouraged towards that end towards that goal mm-hmm. and this is something that I you're going to receive affirmation and kind of get points and have a scorecard for doing things that truly are life-changing and world-changing but nobody's going to give you credit for them and so this club is going to give you credit for them and they're going to give you points for it and they're going to give you praise for it and so i'm really excited i wish i had something like this as a as a guy because just as a christian i know that it's the little things in life that over time are what build you know i guess a legacy or can build a faithful an effective ministry it's being faithful day in and day out to what god's called you to do in that day and it never seems very cinematic you know and mm-hmm. dramatic uh but that's what builds a faithful life are those daily tasks. And this is just a fun way to stay motivated and encouraged on those daily tasks. Yeah. So anyways, we're super excited. I do want to let you guys know that registration is still open if you do want to join us because we had to get around. We we had to still have room before we closed the cart because you guys had to know about it. Yeah. Um, so if you do want to go to now that we're a family.com forward slash club, that's where you will be able to just check out all the information on it and join us. Yeah, and we'll link that to. we'll link that in the show notes as well. Wow, it's been a long time since we've said we link something in the show notes. Yeah. Because we realized we just said that and we, we never, never linked do anything. It. Yeah. That was my job. See, Elisha edits this podcast and then it's my job to link the show notes and clearly I just go to bed. not every time but sometimes that's what happens yeah yeah more often than not so okay actually today though we're talking about the concept of husbands helping and this is a question that i get all the time on instagram Hmm. and so we wanted to talk about it here on the podcast these are actually a couple things that i share in videos in the get it all done club because and that's kind of like what spawned this episode i guess because when you're getting all of it done, whatever that means, you can't do it all by yourself. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really important that we learn how to leverage our spouse's capabilities and we do it in a way that isn't annoying. Mm. Like no one wants to be annoying when they're asking for help. Right. Right. So it's funny because Elisha and I, I was like, why don't you write down what you think and I'll write down what I think about getting your husband to help because Elisha does help a lot. And we wrote down the same two points. I know. We're going to share with That's you guys. That's pretty cool. So we figured these are our top two. Yeah. It's fun. Well, like, you know, you said something, Katie, that I think can is really profound, and that is even if you are getting it all done, you're getting everything done that needs to be done, you can't do it yourself. And so I mm-hmm. think I heard somebody once say that high achievers get it all done, but they don't do it by themselves. Is that right? Or But they don't do it alone okay, or something like that? Okay, did you just say you heard someone say, I said that? Just That's now you said quote. that? quote. No, that's my quote. Oh, you like you've said that before made, tonight? Okay, come on. I'm not Are you kidding I'm not kidding. Me? I texted it to you. I said high achievers get it all done, but they don't do it all. 
Oh, but they don't do it all themselves. Yeah, they just don't what do it all. What it was my quote? It's really good, you guys. Oh, you should have looked it up before. High achievers. We're, we're, you know, something we need to improve upon, Katie, on this podcast. <laughs> what? Is whenever we say a quote, we never say it accurately. <laughs> no. and apparently, we don't even, we I don't quote, quote the right ourselves. person. I just quoted you and I didn't even know it was you. Okay, I'm going to also put my awesome quote in the show notes. Okay, wow. <laughs> That's very likely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm already putting the link. You're, you're right. You may as well put your quote in there, too, if you can remember what it was. Now, the point is... I wrote is, it down, you guys, okay? It was so good. Is that I think it can almost sound audacious to say, oh, yeah, I get it all done. You know, the, the get it all done club. But really what you're talking about in this course is finding ways to leverage your time, leverage your resources, and communicate in a way with your husband so that you guys are on the same team uh, reaching the same objective. Yeah, I mean, you want sustainable resources. <laughs> you don't just want to burn out your resources. You don't. So, like, if Elisha is like an oil well, you don't just want to run him dry. No, you, you, know? you don't want to do that to me uh anyways so we're talking about yeah don't lose it yet katie we still need to finish this episode so how to get your husbands to help and katie first and foremost we didn't get to talk that much before this episode but i want to hear what your i guess overall perspective is on my level of helpfulness um you know maybe on an average week i know i've had bad moments i've had better moments but and be honest you know i don't know i'm asking this wanting to know how how you feel I do in this area. In 11, on a scale of 1 to 10. Whoa, I'm glad I asked. <laughs> no joke. You are incredibly helpful. Like, Good. All, all the time. Like, Great. That's all okay. you have to say? I like, mean, I, I guess, <laughs> what What do you mean by that? Af- this is what he always does, you guys. Elisha's a words of affirmation guy. And so I say one comment, and he goes, so what do you mean by that? <laughs> 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 Keep going. Don't stop. Okay, like, for instance, when we're sitting in church on Sunday, Elisha takes Leon and Lucy, and I just take care of Louie. And you're totally on board with making them sit there in church. When we leave to go anywhere, Elisha often will get the kids dressed because our kids don't wear clothes at home or Leon wears these like awful Hawaiian shorts he calls his running shorts. (laughs) And Elisha buckles them in the car every single time we're going somewhere. Or when we're getting ready, I say we, when I get ready to go on a date, Elisha will come home and he schedules the babysitter at such a time so that he can take the kids after he comes home for like 30 minutes so that I can get dressed and ready. Hmm. Or after dinner, I will clean the kitchen and he will like bathe the kids and get them ready for bed. You put them to bed every Yeah, you're night. right. These are things I think we've kind of formed as habits and yeah, as like, routine. Like these are things that are consistently happening. I'm not talking about like, yes, he takes the trash out every week. He, Elisha... I could go on and on. Well, these and on. these are tiny things, okay? These are this is nothing. <laughs> to, you guys should could to see celebrate. A smile. <laughs> no. Well, it's I honestly don't think they're things to celebrate because they I thir- are. well I thoroughly enjoy especially any of these things that I get to spend time with my children in. I love that so much. And something that I've tried to do and tell me if I'm wrong, Katie, but I know because I know I'm totally oblivious and not aware of all the things that you have to do and accomplish in a day. But something that I've made a point to do is every time when I I try to identify kind of those those um, those hot pockets of the day mm-hmm. where you're like, OK, this is a trial by fire. And it seems to be consistent in yes. every day, you know, whether it's right before dinner or right after yeah, dinner. You take the kids right before dinner when I'm like finishing stuff up. And I think that's something that and 
that's something that I want to be consistent in because they're hungry. I'm hungry. You're hungry. And you're trying to finish this meal. And so I've tried to make a point to get home in time to take the kids, even if it's just for 15 minutes while you're able to finish the meal, then I view that as a very valuable, uh, I guess, thing I can do for our family because yes. it brings more peace to the home and it, and it puts us all in a better frame of mind when we sit down at the dinner table and we're sit down, we, we sit down more collected and uh, kind of with our wits about us. Okay, so let's dive in real quick to tips that wives can use if their husbands aren't as helpful as you are. We could just keep talking about how I'm helpful if you want. <laughs> I'm cool continuing on. Oh, my word. I'm joking. That's my embarrassing. Laugh, I feel like it's going to be so loud in this microphone. Uh, okay, so tip number one are the three magic words. Elisha, what are the three magic words? I need you. I need you. I think we've talked about this at a podcast, like in a podcast, a really long time ago because we were sitting at our old table in our old house. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why we brought it up, but it's so important for guys to feel like the hero. And I think when you as a woman say, I need you, you're putting yourself in the position of like old fashioned damsel in distress. Like it's time for him to get on his white horse yeah, and come help, and save rescue you. Rescue me. Yeah. Yeah. Like what it does depend a lot on how you say it, because it could be like you're the slave master that comes in with a whip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think it's so important when you take a moment or I'll take a moment, I guess, and like compose myself if I am frustrated with the situation and maybe Elisha didn't sense how badly I Mm -hmm. need help and he didn't just like jump to do it automatically. And I'll send Leon in or I will just go in and be like, hey, I need you. Mm -hmm. Could you come help me? And how does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel really, I guess, good about myself because I feel needed. I want to feel needed. I want to feel like I'm offering something to you that you value in that moment and that you're grateful for. And Mm -hmm. I contrast that to any time maybe you've uh, approached a desire, you know, or you've approached a need uh, from a from a sounding kind of like it was an expectation, kind of like, well, like, why aren't you doing this yet? You know, or Mm -hmm. why, why haven't you figured this out? And I want to grow in my ability to catch on quicker for sure. I know I'm really slow in catching on and catching cues, but it never feels good to maybe I'm being oblivious. I'm being insensitive. And then you make me well aware of the fact that I'm being oblivious and insensitive. That doesn't get me as excited to no. come help you. I, I do it obviously because you're like, I'm like, Oh, you're right. I should have been helping this whole time. But it, it sets you up to feel lame about yourself right. and about me right. versus it can actually be like a very marital bonding moment when you say that you, like when I say I need you yep. and when Elisha rises to the occasion and helps me out, then I can be grateful for that. And he can feel like, wow, I filled a need. She needed me at, yeah, versus yeah. it being a negative derogatory thing where we're just at each other's throats. Right, right. And and I think, like you said, you've done such a good job of learning how to um, and making the effort to like collect yourself before you approach because you've got every you've got every right. And I think that that's a big thing is that you could feel very justified and probably are justified in being really annoyed with me on some. You know, if I'm sitting on the couch looking at my phone, totally unaware and oblivious to what the and what the chaos is around me and how I can serve you, you've got every right to be frustrated and annoyed. But I think you keep the bigger goal in mind rather than tr- taking this as an opportunity to make me feel dumb about myself or to make me feel bad. You think, you think no, what's the goal? The goal is to accomplish this task and, task 
and to have our marriage stay united. And so it's kind of like you you forsake maybe winning that temporary battle of feeling kind of self-righteous and pious because you could, you know, and make me feel bad about myself. Yeah, I, I have. <laughs> yeah, well, sure. We all do it from time to but, time. Yeah, that's not, I don't feel like that is how we typically communicate in these situations mm. most of the time. Yes, I, and I'm grateful right. for that. Oh, yeah. I hope. <laughs> oh, yes, not at all. I not hope. at all. And I'm grateful for that. And I think it's because you keep the bigger goal in mind. Well, a lot of things in marriage we are justified in, both husband and mm-hmm. wife. We can choose to be justified or we can choose to have a happy, positive marriage. Yeah, we can like, choose to enjoy our marriage. That's just straight up how, how it is. Right. It, in these situations, we can either tally up a list of like, what a lame person our husband is being and how we have this righteous indignation going in the situation and we come in guns blazing or it's like you know what like if I go in there and I just ask him for help he'll help me out Mm -hmm. and I will get out of this situation right and he'll he'll like me at the end (laughs) that counts for a lot right there that's a win-win that's a total (laughs) win-win yeah and I think that when you would do it from that perspective too from that positive trying to make me feel like I'm on the same team as you. You want to feel like your teammates and you want to yes. feel like you're serving and 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 moving towards a like-minded goal, you know, mm-hmm. a, a similar goal with each other. Uh then that gets me excited for the next time and it actually makes me want to be more aware. Because it's like, "Oh yeah, you're right. Like I do want to help you in this situation." I think, "Boy, that was fun and that was fulfill maybe not fun, but that was fulfilling and it felt good to feel needed. Mm-hmm. I want to be more aware so I can get out ahead of it and feel even better about myself." And, and help you out from in a more proactive way. Yeah, and that brings me to the second point that Elisha and I both wrote down about getting your husband to help. And that is really like including them in the planning process. Hmm. I think if I was to go into, and I've mentioned this before, but if I was to go into Elisha's place of work where I know nothing about contracts, I know nothing about real estate, I barely know the people's names that work there. Some of them. I know better than others, but I would just be a bull in a China closet. If I just got on the computer and started typing stuff out, printed out a few random documents, signed random stuff, and I'm going somewhere with this, it would be, I think our husbands feel kind of the same way when they come into our territory Hmm. or they come into the home. And especially if we've been the ones to man the home completely, a hundred percent, then they're just naturally, I feel like going to back off and kind of take a back seat because it's like, they know what they're doing here. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to mess something up. And this is reinforced when they try to help. Like they try to unload the dishwasher and they put the bowl in the wrong spot. And we're like, why is the bowl here? The bowl goes over there. (laughs) You know, we're like, you're putting the kid's diaper on backwards. Like what's wrong with you? Like that makes them so gun shy. Yes. I, I don't like feeling stupid. I can speak for myself Yes. And when I say that. And I can say it with confidence. I never like feeling stupid. And I never feel like feeling like I have no clue what I'm doing. And I will say this. It is surprising, incredibly surprising, when Elisha will tell me, I don't like when you make me feel dumb. And I'm like, what on earth? Because it's, it's just kind of trippy the way at least Elisha, and I feel like a lot of guys view respect, like some things that I think are totally respectful or that I, I'm not trying to say he's dumb at all. I'm just, but that's how I make him feel. Hmm. And it, it shocks me so much. Almost every time when you said that, I'm like, what? That's how you feel right now? Yeah. It's funny. You talk about unloading the dishwasher or finding dishes in the wrong place. 
And I can remember it was like a year and a half ago. Oh, no. And I had been putting a certain utensil in the same drawer for like our whole marriage, you know, so for like two and a half years. And I watched you put it away. And I think I even told you, I was like, well, doesn't that go over there? And you're like, well, no, it goes over here. But every time you unload the dishwasher, you put it you put it over here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, why didn't you tell me that? And, and she goes, well, I always found it kind of like endearing that when I couldn't find, when I can't find a, a dish or a utensil, and I, then I end up finding it, I realize that you're the person that unloaded the dishwasher, and I really appreciate that, so I don't want to bring it up. I was like, oh, that's so sweet of you. Well, it is. It, it is. It, it is. is. <laughs> no, I mean, I feel like every time I find dishes in the wrong spot, I smile so big because I'm just like, wow, Elisha unloaded the dishwasher. I didn't ask him to do it, and he just did that for me. And I just think that's incredibly sweet. And it's the same thing when he goes and gets the kids dressed. It's like it's so thoughtful and above and beyond, and I'm just really grateful for it. Yeah, I mean, that's another good example, you know, me trying to get the kids dressed. And if you don't like the outfit, you can think of a way to graciously say, hey, well, you know what, I was actually planning on getting them dressed in this, versus... You know, those those shoes look terrible or, you know, how come Lucy's hair is not combed? I think you could. And that would make me feel really dumb, I think, mm-hmm. as a father and as a guy and not be interested. And he's not going to get them dressed again. Yeah, I'm not going to be interested in getting them dressed again. Yeah. Uh, and I think you do a really good job of just being grateful for however I get them dressed. And if you want to make a modification, you do it in a gracious way that doesn't make me feel bad oh. about my choice. <laughs> I hope so. You actually do a really good job. But coming back to that whole concept of. Picturing the home is your domain. Picture your husband uncomfortable in it and not knowing what to do, not in a place of not wanting to help. Hmm. Because I think sometimes we assume, oh, our husbands are just being lazy or our husbands just can't they see I'm like overwhelmed and clearly need help. And it's like they probably do, but they think they're just going to mess stuff up if they step in. Hmm. And so something that's really helped Elisha and I is when he mentioned those hot spots or those times of the day when... It's like consistently I need help. Mm -hmm. We have planned those out together. Mm -hmm. And when I include Elisha or Elisha includes me in any process that we want to implement in our home, then it's like, oh, they've had a fair share in creating this. And so they know like what's expected Mm -hmm. and they know I don't know. Yeah, I think no. I think communicating expectations is such a big deal. You know, nobody's ever going to say communication is not important in marriage. And once again, communicating as far ahead of time as you can expectations Mm -hmm. for different scenarios. And I think about how much our dinner time uh, experience has improved over the last, I'd say, three to six months. Mm -hmm. And I think that's because you voiced your expectations and your desires. And I was able to voice my expectations and desires, and we were able to aim for that on a daily basis Mm -hmm. so that we know, okay, we want to eat dinner at 5.30. I want to shoot for getting home at least by 5.15 so that I can give you 15 minutes at the very least to take the kiddos, take them upstairs so you can complete complete dinner. And if that's not going to be the case, then I give you a heads up. If I have to meet somebody at the office a little bit later, Mm -hmm. um, or if, you know, dinner, you'll even text me and say, Hey, dinner's running kind of late. It's probably not going to be until six tonight. I have that expectation so that when I do get home at 5.15, I'm thinking, okay, well, I'm going to hang out with the kids for 45 minutes instead of 15 minutes. And they might get a little, you know, I get get a little fussy because they're getting hungry. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think being able to have that, that goal, uh, and then you, modify around it you work around it obviously because you're never going to be able to hit it 100% of the time Um, but I think that's really helped our home dynamic yeah almost every system that we've implemented in our home 
like with even the kids going to bed, some nights we'll, while we're at the dinner table, we'll maybe make a game plan right there and be like, hey, how do you expect this evening to go? And Elisha will be like, hey, why don't I take the kids upstairs, give them a bath? Do you want to get the kitchen? Do you want to have Louie down here or should mm-hmm. I take Louie? And we just kind of like play by play it right there. And yeah. if I'm like, oh, you know, the kids already had a bath or I really actually help love if you help me out with the kitchen yeah. and the kids can play outside or whatever. Right. But I mean, being flexible is obviously important, but just including each other in your expectations, especially in your home, yeah. I think are just really important. Yeah. And then also this, this is a big thing, but it's, uh, I think it, you, you don't, never want to overlook this is that having a, a like-minded vision if you're mm-hmm. able to have that big picture vision in alignment with your spouse and what your what you want your family to be what you want your family to to look like and to communicate and how you want to bless the community that you're a part of and come across then you're able to talk about issues smaller issues with that in mind with that context of hey we both know we want our children to be a blessing when we go out in public Therefore, when this happens, I think it would be really helpful if you did, you know, mm-hmm. the, such and such. You and I, I feel like, are on the same page with the goals for our family and mm-hmm. for our home and what we want, how we want our house to operate. And so we're able to approach these topics being on the same team, wanting to accomplish the same goal. And so if you're able to get on the same page with your spouse on what you want your home to look like, how you want it to operate, what you want your family to communicate, and what type of blessing you want your family to be to those that you're around, then you have that to reference when you approach your spouse. Yeah, and I love how you mentioned that we're on the same team. And I think this is this area of maybe husbands helping in the home can be something that for whatever reason, Satan really uses to make it seem like me versus Elisha or Mm. wife versus husband. And that's totally not how it should be. It's like, we're on the same team. We just have a bad system. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like really, really. Um, And the last thing I just wanted to say is to affirm and not assume. None of us like as women, when our husbands come home and maybe assume, oh, well, the laundry's just supposed to be done and the dishes are supposed to be done and Mm. meals are supposed to be made and the kids are supposed to be happy and fed and you're supposed to look good or X, Y, and Z. Like it never feels good to have those things assumed of us. And yet I think often we assume those things of our husband because like, yeah, of course he should help out with the diapers. I've been changing them all day. Or of course he should help out with the kids in the evening. I'm thrashed. But when I'm not saying those things are, are wrong, but when we come at this relationship with those assumptions instead of just appreciation and thankfulness, it really just destroys the act of love. Mm -hmm. I think like every time Elisha takes the trash out, I am incredibly grateful he takes the trash out. And I think of every single week that he takes the trash out because it's a huge blessing. I didn't have to do it. And I think that it could become something maybe where it's just like, Oh, well, of course he took the trash out. He always takes the trash out. He should take the trash out, you know? Yeah. And I don't want to get to that place in our marriage where I'm not appreciating the work that he's putting in for our family. Wow. That's so good. I love, you know, we get to, we need fuel. I think we're, we're powered by whatever fuel, you know, we, we have, and I'd rather have positive positivity be my fuel and encouragement Mm -hmm. be my fuel versus negativity and nagging, you Mm -hmm. know, and, and discontentment be the fuel that does it because I'll take the trash out if you get annoyed with me and it's overflowing you're like can you just take the trash out yeah, you I'll get do the it same result in the moment right and 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 I'll do it and you so you get what you want but I'm far more excited to do it 
and I'm far more excited to be your husband when when you show so much gratitude for me taking the trash out. Well, and I do really feel this on your end for me. Like, I don't feel like you assume things in in my life. Like, you're still grateful when I make dinner. That blows me away. And Man. you're grateful when I get dressed, when we go somewhere where it matters to you how I'm presenting. Like, you're just a really grateful person, and I want to have that for you because I know how much it blesses me. Good. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm grateful that that you feel like I'm grateful because I, I I don't have to try to be I'm grateful. grateful that you're grateful that I, I'm grateful. Well, that like I, I, you just are so incredible. <laughs> I don't have to ever put on like an act of, or remind myself to try to be grateful. I just am because you're so incredible on a no. daily basis. Oh, stop! I'm being you're dead a serious. Person. Anyways, that's that's the episode for today. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> We're uh, getting derailed with the gratefulness here at the end. Um, yeah, we really are a team and. And the times when we aren't a team, we feel it. And I just want to, these are just some tips, I guess, that I share in the Get It All Done Club. And we thought, why not share them on the podcast? Because I think they are really applicable for any couple. And yeah, just any time you're achieving a goal, it takes other people. And I think someone who is successful needs to add those other people into their life Mm. and know how to work with them and Mm -hmm. alongside them and in a lot of cases, that's our spouse. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, so, I mean, before we, you know, sign off, I'll make one more plug, Katie. You're at the Get It All Done Club. Hold Registration's on, still hold open. On, stop. Let me Wait. do a little, like, you know, on podcasts that are legit, more legit than ours, <laughs> where they take the time to record an ad, I'll do the little, like, ad intro music. You've been listening to the Now That We're a Family podcast. This program is made possible by Catherine Joy being so amazing. Our sponsor. You're sometimes our sponsor. Yeah, in this case, we want to feature today's sponsor, and that is Catherine Joy Votberg's Get It All Done Club. Uh, Sign up today through the end of the month to be a part of an exclusive group of women that are like-minded and pursuing the Lord pursuing uh, a vibrant household and a romantic marriage. I feel like I should have practiced that. That was not that great. Uh, that was pretty good to hear you. Um, yeah. So there is our very legit, uh, uh, what do they call it? A sponsorship? Sure. Yeah. Commercial. I don't know. <laughs> we love you guys. I really hope that this podcast was helpful for you. And we just love, I don't know if you guys can tell or not, but we love recording these podcasts and a big the really the only reason why this is fun for us to sit in our closet and talk to mics is because you guys are here yeah. because Elisha and I could just talk to ourselves without mics right? and each other without mics. Yeah. And, I mean, we would enjoy that to a, to a certain level too. Well, well we do, but yeah. it's not like, it's not like something that we're going to do on a Monday night when we're both exhausted. Right. Like tonight. Yes. Okay. Peace out. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank My you all so much. Sixth grade girl club. Peace out. Oh. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.